You know what? I don't even know why I said it that way because I was like listening back to it in my head, it was fucking ridiculous. Uh, what? There is never a point in time in the past where I have let us in. Well, I've done the lead up to the show and even tried to sound remotely technical. So I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but now now we're gonna give you shit about it. I mean, I I'm sorry. It, I it what. Well, if I haven't done it for six years, if I started it now, I would expect you to. Okay. Has it really been six years? You can just open with Ray Stop Talking. <laughs> That's usually our issue. Uh, um, I mean, I, I, it might actually be more than six. Wow. That's it was crazy. The, Well, well, I mean, yeah, I guess that makes sense. I mean, my my dad's been dead for five, so we were well into the podcast by then. Mm-hmm. Wow. Sorry. Oh no, it's... I time gets funky because of that COVID year. <clears throat> year. Multi-year. Yeah, there you go. There you go. So, anybody watch anything fun? I thought it was fun, but reviews don't seem to think it was fun. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, the Schwarzenegger show on Netflix? Yeah? Yeah. Like, I watched it. Uh, it we've still got the final two episodes, but... Uh, it, you know, the wife and I are enjoying it. It's exactly okay. what I expected it to be. Nothing more. I feel Old like man. the problem too often is people expect it to be just gold. And it's like, no, sometimes it's just a stupid thing and people should enjoy the stupid thing. Right. Like, let's and not. If it's not fantastic. They cry about it. Let's not, like, make any mistakes here. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, has never been what you would consider an Oscar caliber actor. No, but at the he same is, time, he knows what he can do. Right. And play and then just leans into that. Right. I mean, Red Sonia, Conan the Barbarian, Predator. Uh, I I can keep going. Like he's he has a type of character he can play. He plays it to the best of his abilities. And it's a it's a good popcorn time. If you showed up expecting something different, uh, I wholeheartedly believe that is that is not Arnold's problem. Yeah, like like in this, uh, there are multiple times where the scene cuts to him and he's he's got a cigar that he's smoking, and it's it's very obvious that. He's been smoking that cigar for a while. Like at the at, at different points when they cut to him, he's he's at like different different lengths into working through smoking a cigar. Okay. So I'm fairly confident that it, because he's like it, it's like there are not many big names in this. It's him and Tom Arnold. Oh. Well, got the True Lies band back together. Well, eh? okay. Tom Arnold's not in a ton of it, but what he's in is magnificent. Okay. 
he's 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 just he, his character is fucking fun uh but no it's just like it's very clear that he was probably just enjoying a cigar and they were they were going to film and it just got worked in because that's what he was doing at the time right i mean arnold has lived a long life he's he uh he even went out and said uh i'm at a point now in life where i'm going to enjoy the things that i haven't enjoyed before and, and that definitely includes a good stogie yeah so it's so, uh, I, what we've seen so far we enjoyed good i have thought about turning it on but we're we're trying to uh binge our way through the final couple of seasons of modern family okay uh i i'm not gonna fault you for that that's a we we loved that show we never watched it um we are uh almost done with alex's first year at college okay uh Adam playing the, the the Manny is hilarious, and I love that role for him. I made the joke to my wife that it's going to be weird to watch something that has him in it as much as this does and not see his dick. That's true. Because he shows his dick a lot. A lot. Which. A lot yeah yeah uh to the point where it feels like he's really really proud of it and wants everybody else to know just how proud he is i, I can respect that um uh november 16 2016. oh okay so coming up on seven yeah wow jesus we're old no, it just means we lasted longer than both the Confederacy and uh, Trump's presidency. That's true. That is true. We, wow, we are more historically relevant to the United States than. Well, I mean, I don't know about that. Like now, you took this. No, 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 no. We definitely are. Okay. That's my line. I'm sticking to it. All right. That's the hill you've chosen. I I can respect that. Mm. So. <sighs> I swear this game fucking hates me right now. Uh, I also started a rewatch of the Scream series. <laughs> okay. Obviously with a seven-year-old. <laughs> of course. As as one does. Uh, yeah. and I, so two things, one, uh, as far as like horror movies you could watch with, uh, like inappropriate, sure. But that, that it, it is not over the top in ways, uh, like the old horror movies used to be. Right. It's not Friday the 13th. Right. Like it, there's not. There's not just a, a bunch of titties running around. Like, there's no nudity in any of these movies. Wow, no, there isn't. Holy shit. There is sex, but there's no nudity. 
Right. Uh, it's implied. Yeah. But it's never it's never anything that's shown on screen. Uh, it's just violence and profanity. And I believe what they call sexual situations. Yes. Whatever. Uh, and then, like, I, I was talking to Nicole about it afterwards. This is the big reason that I want to talk about this. Uh, so I, I was talking with Nicole afterwards, and we were talking about the movies, and I was like, it's not high fucking cinema. There's a formula, and it's just about one guy with a knife chasing around some girl with big old jiggly jugglies. Yep. All right. At which point I hear from behind me and to the left... What are jiggly jugglies? <laughs> Just another example of shit you should not repeat that I say, buddy. Yeah, probably. And it took everything not to just laugh hysterically at him saying it because it sounded so silly coming. It's uh, it, like it, it was a ridiculous thing in the first place, and it just sounded silly coming out of his mouth. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I watched a movie from 2014. It has Mina Savari and Brian Austin Green. And the now adult who played Scott Farkas in A Christmas Story. So not, not what I would call like A-tier cast in 2014, but... Uh, are... Zach Ward. Yes. Yes, I couldn't remember his name. Because he was also on Titus. Yes. So, uh, you know, not A-tier cast, but like... It, for a thriller movie, you're like, oh, okay, well, you know, they're they're putting some budget into the acting. I would not think yeah. that with the cast you named. Okay. Uh, well, that, that's good because uh, clearly, their their entire budget went to the cast. You know what it didn't go to? Special effects, plot. Writing a, a decent script. Writing. Okay. Uh, it's called Don't Blink. It is a very interesting idea and concept for a movie. Uh, this it's thinking back to what Ray said about he'd love to sit in a room and just come up with the ideas. They paid somebody to do that. And that was it. This this group of friends show up at this uh, secluded Colorado resort for this like big, you know, long time friends get together, haven't seen each other in a while, blah, 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 you know, just that's why they're there. They get there. There's no one there. Like there's no one to check in. There, there's zero people. And then they realize there's zero animals and then there's no bugs. And then people start disappearing. And first they like everybody that disappeared was off screen when it happened. And then you get your first off on screen disappearance and you're like, well, this is kind of weird. 
it moved really slow, but I was like, ah, you know, maybe it's like some slow burn thing. And it's just, you know, but it just like, it was all slow burn. It was never, there was never any fire to it. It was, uh, Ooh, it was not, not what I would call a good film. Okay. I, I understand why it was on freebie. It was not one of those hidden gems. It was uh, it was definitely super bad. Uh, if if you want to watch a bad movie to just watch a bad movie, uh, then that's the movie for you. But don't expect like that it's going to be fun or that you're going to be able to like laugh at how bad something is. Like no no no, this is just bad. Full stop. Just bad. Stop. You already sold me on it. <laughs> uh, then watch this. God, I wish I could remember the name of it. It was this uh, dubbed uh, Korean movie. About, oh, yes. Uh, Blood Bite. Okay. Because great white sharks are scary. But we've had a ton of great white shark movies. So you know what you need now? Average white sharks? <laughs> no, you need to take the great white shark and genetically alter it so that you have the blood shark. Uh, wait, no. Uh, great white privilege shark. Yes. <laughs> Yes, the great white privilege shark. Yes. Uh, that was that was so bad it was funny. And part of what made it so bad was just the hilariously bad dubbing. <clears throat> I cannot believe that the English words that are being spoken accurately resemble the dialogue that was originally there for the film. It was it was bad and hilarious and the man the CGI made some sci-fi shit look worthy of Oscars. Don't knock all that sci-fi shit. Like there are much like your no, love, much like your love of freebie for the hidden gems. Sci-fi sometimes. Sometimes no no I I will wholeheartedly agree. But I'm not talking about those sci-fi movies. Oh okay. <laughs> no no I'm I'm. I'm talking the like uh before they changed the name to SYFY. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's that's a that's a good line to draw in the sand there. Because back then the programming on there was not good. No. No. Uh yes. So it it made some of that shit look Oscar caliber and special effects. The shark looked uh, slightly better than Sega Dreamcast quality. Well, I mean, it, it's only like a huge part of the picture, right? So right. it doesn't need to look like anything special. And they do not shy away from showing it. Oh, by the way, this movie came out in 2020. <laughs> okay. So it's not like it's an old film. 
it, oh man, uh, it got uh, 4.1 on IMDb. And we, we all know I, I enjoy these kinds of films. Um, yeah, it was uh, 4.1 is generous. Was it a challenge to make it through? No, because I laughed a lot. Oh, so in China, it's not a blood shark. Uh, after a, this plot summary makes no sense. Okay. After a great white shark, also known as an ogre shark, is injected with a transgenic drug, it becomes a dangerous, bloodthirsty mutant that can outsmart even the king of nature, a group of hapless lovers of playing with the laws of nature. I mean, there's no way that's king of nature, but... Oh, I agree. But that that last line of the plot summary is great. Good to know the the uh, the dubbing applied to the plot summary. A group of hapless lovers of playing with the laws of nature. That is a full sentence. Can, can you, can you, I, I need that line. I'll just, do you want me to say it again or do you want me to like send it to me? I like send it to me or take a picture yep. of it or something. I, I sent the screenshot. Perfect. I got the screenshot. I'm sending it to you now. Fantastic. Because that is, uh, that's the show description. <laughs> okay. I mean, it was, it, it's no better or worse than anything else I've used recently. So it, sure. it should be okay. Yeah, no, I, I would say, yeah. But uh, yeah, that was that was a so bad. It's absolutely hysterical movie. The whole time you're just you are left with this continuous "what the fuck am I watching" kind of vibe. There is a shot. They've got the great white shark in this smaller tank so that they can. I don't know, perform experiments on it, I guess. Uh, and they, there are multiple shots where the, the shark is supposed to be like restrained with metal restraints, restraints inside this, this smaller tank. And it took me five minutes of the scene to understand what I was seeing. Yeah, it was, uh, it was zero out of 10, highly recommend. I think is the best way to describe that. Oh, for some reason, Amber thought Zombieland wasn't as gory as it was. <laughs> okay. She started watching it with the kids the one night. Mm -hmm. And then she's like, oh no, like the first 10 minutes is just murdering zombies. Now, yeah. admittedly, the rest of it, not as bad. Like, I mean, the zombies are not exactly jump scares. Most of them, you can kind of tell. There's a zombie right. stripper in the first minute. Okay. I didn't watch the first 10 minutes when she was. Okay. Like, um, like there's titties in the first 10 minutes. Well, Indeed. I mean, they're really saggy zombie titties, but I mean, they're titties nonetheless. Um, well. Yeah, so the deal was the kids could watch 10 minutes at a time, and if they didn't have a nightmare, then the next night they could watch another 10 minutes. And I think they've 
they should finish up the movie tonight probably. But yeah, they enjoyed it. So, you know, we're taking the Bookman style of parenting and as long as there's not active nudity. That's that's kind of been my take. That's that was my approach with the girls as well. Like I'll I'll expose them to some of the stuff, but I and I don't know I don't know why the, the, well, I know why that's the line cuz I there have been things that have been on and like that I've been watching with the girls and if it turns sexy, I, it just gets weird. Yeah. Cuz it's like this is where I'd normally make a joke if it was just if it was just Nicole and I, and it's like, I can't make that joke because they're here. And honestly, uh, I love them. I love them both immensely, but they're both like super woke. Right. Um, it was a weird week of stuff that ended. Like I finished up Succession that ended this week. Ted Lasso ended this week. Barry ended this week. Like, series finales. It was weird. Hmm. I've never watched any of those shows. Um, they were all really good. I mean, two of them are HBO, one's on Apple. So, yeah, if you didn't have those, makes sense that you wouldn't have. We have HBO now. Shut up on them. I'm sorry. We have Max now. Yeah. I was going to correct yeah. you, but. Yeah, we have Max now. Um, but I, it's a good thing that I don't pay for it. I, I would not continue to pay for it. I just don't watch enough. And everything I'd want to see from John Oliver, John Oliver puts online for free. So, yeah, another one of those things where half the service I have, I don't pay for cable. Right. It's the one I have because I have cable. So, yeah. yeah. We 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 provide the Hulu. The kid provides the the Max. Barry is Bill Hader as a hitman, right? Yeah. Okay. It's really good in the absurd, like sometimes ultra violent way that some of those things are. Sweet. Like they made fantastic characters. Um, like the one actor has alopecia, so he's like just completely bald, but also has no eyebrows. Oh. And he's got like a Eastern European accent or whatever it is. I think he's Chechen. Okay. And so he's just like so bad at his job, but it's hilarious. Okay. So yeah, if you get a chance, like you, basically if you like the first season, the quality stays all the way through the end. Okay. But if you, I don't know, if you, if you don't like the first couple of episodes, then probably not for me. Then. Yeah. 
it's okay. not going to get much different. It's pretty much the same tone all the way throughout. Gotcha. Some of the plot might get a little better here and there, but the tone's pretty much the same, absurd, over the top, whatever. It's got Stephen Root in it. Like, oh, the cast is really good. I've, I'm sold. I Stephen Root is one of my favorite character actors. Like, by the end of it, he is hilarious. Like, it's just Stephen Root in full, like, prison tattoos and a wife beater. What? Yep. Okay. But in the most hilarious way possible. That's, that is absurdist to the nth degree right there. I mean, it's really hard for me to, to think of Steven Root and not immediately think of uh, Dodgeball or Office Space. Which is funny because, like, the first thing I remember seeing him in that I, you know, knew notes that actor was um, News Radio. Mm, yeah. Way Shit, I forgot he was in that. Like, that was so good. I was fairly young when that came out. But, like, yeah. I remember watching it and I enjoyed it. But, like, just when you go back and you see the list of people that are in there and I'm like, oh, God, I forgot. Right. That, like, they had, like, four or five, like, really good actors in that. Oh. And Joe Rogan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's not a good actor. He does what he's supposed to do. He's not a good human. Well, there is that. Yeah. Hmm. Foo Fighters have a new album coming out. That's exciting. They've been putting out song here or there on the on the platforms to listen to. anyone else is a is a fan of the foo it's always good so far this uh this is gonna be a pretty heavy album is there a drummer what's that because of their drummer or yeah yeah the, okay the, this was all recorded post taylor's passing I'm fairly confident 90% of it was written after Taylor's passing. This is their, uh, their grief record. See that. So, yeah, what I, what I've heard from it so far, uh, has been exactly what I would expect from a Foo Fighters record, but very different uh, subject material for themes. And they have been surprisingly tight-lipped so far on who did the drumming on the album. Um, I mean, feels a little weird. Even the same person, or uh, 
a lot of people think that it was the person that they recently named as their new drummer. Um, that would make sense. Some people think it's it's Dave. Um, I don't. If it was Dave, I don't think you'll ever know for sure. I think after the way everything went down uh, with their first drummer and Dave going in and just re-recording all the drums because he didn't like it, uh, he's never going to put himself as the drummer on another Foo Fighters record. But uh, yeah, I, so far it's it is uh, everything that I hoped for. It is one of the few albums that I will actually consider going and purchasing a physical copy of. There are still, you know, albums from time to time that I will buy digital now, and not just rely on, you know, being on Spotify, but. I don't even uh, know what I would do with a physical copy. Uh, I'm going to be getting a record player soon. Oh, you're going to get a vinyl copy? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, then, yeah, I would do that. Like, I was just listening to some vinyl records the other day because. Y'all have record players? I'm working from home now. Yeah, uh, I got one a couple years ago because I was like, we were at a vacation house in Tennessee and they had a record player and some records and I'm like, oh, I think I do want to listen to some records on this. Cause I've, I had like a huge, like one of those built-in like stereo record player, like pieces of furniture from back in the day. Yep. And then that just got like a little busted. It was, it was like an old free one I got from somebody. Um, and once we got rid of that, like I just, I had a few records, but I hadn't had a record player in a few years. So, yep. I mean, because I, I have a record, I just don't have a record player. What record? I mean, it was a gift. That is not an answer to the question I asked. Ace of Bass. Okay. Okay. The first album. Okay. Which I didn't even know existed on vinyl and probably cost. It probably cost a stupid amount. Was it the, like a, from when it originally came out, or was it like a reissue type thing? Or? Yeah, this was like a uh, from back then. Okay. okay. I mean, they were still putting stuff on vinyl at that point. It was just. It's, I I guess it, it it was more. I I didn't think they'd put that on vinyl. I'm amazed at how many things are on vinyl. Like entire rap yeah. albums are on vinyl. I'm like, I got it down to bump to the rap on their record player. Lots of people. Uh, for a long time, rap was the leading selling genre on vinyl. A long, long time ago, I had uh, the single of uh, Parents Just Don't Understand on vinyl. Mm. There you go. You know it's good. Or, uh, or if, if it's like real interesting items, Thriller. Okay. I mean, I always enjoy jazz on records because I feel like that's the best stuff to have on records. Just feels better. I, 
I decided I'm going to take the plunge and get a record player when uh, some of my favorite uh, guitarists came together to calling it a super group feels weird because like super group is generally like super famous people, but this is like a super talented super group of, of people. Um, and they're only the only physical copies of their album that they're putting out are going to be on vinyl. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'm going to get a record player because I want that. It's more of a side project than a super group. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, if you look at uh, solo acoustic guitar as like a genre, these would be like the three, three of the biggest names in that genre right now. And they all just decided, hey, you know what would be really cool? Let's make an album. And it'll probably be three acoustic guitars or do they other yep. play other stuff? Nope. It is three acoustic guitars, no vocals. Oh, no vocals. Okay. No vocals. It'll be slightly jazzy, slightly classical, slightly weird. And I think what, what has me most excited for it is generally like that genre you know, your, your guitarist is just all over the fretboard doing these amazingly intricate and complex melodies and whatnot. And you're going to have these three guitarists who all, uh, excel at this style and the music that I heard in the, the teaser video that they put out for it, like this is, this is structured very you know, jazz or, you know, small ensemble classical type music. Uh, so it's not three guys trying to overplay the other guys on the record. Uh, so I'm super interested in hearing how they compose a song with multiple instrument voices. It's, I think, probably going to be as much a, a music study as it is anything else. Seems like a very Chad record. It is. It's a very Chad record. But then, I mean, so is J-pop metal, so. It's weird. It's funny, the, the, literally as we started recording tonight, I got a DM on Twitter from this UK uh, group, uh, they messaged me and they said, it starts, nice to meet you, e-meet you, I'm sorry. We're Simon and Jen, a folk Americana duo from Reading UK. What kind of music do you like to listen to? And I'm like, um. They're gonna offer to send you a free CD if you've just paid shipping? Probably. Because I've seen that Facebook ad a bunch of times from people like that. Yeah. Um, part of me wants to respond with uh, just YouTube links to all the really weird metal shit from around the world that I'm into. And just see what they say. Um, you're really into Mongolian throat singing. And um, I enjoyed the who. The Who is a Mongolian metal band with 
throat singing vocals. It's, it's weird. Especially because they call it Mongolian metal. But um, they're, they're from Mongolia, and I'm assuming that this is what class, like passes as metal in Mongolia, but it is not what you would consider uh, metal anywhere else. It is all acoustic instruments. It's kind of weird. I mean, what is Mongolian? Is that like flutes and whatnot? Like what's their style of music? Um, so they have like the traditional I mean, like normal Mongolian traditional music. Yeah. Yeah. So the instruments that they use, they have, uh, some sort of, uh, like flute style recorder style, uh, wind instrument. Um, and they have these weird, uh, they're, they're either two, three or four string sort of guitars they don't have frets uh the two string is played more like a a steel guitar where you're not actually pressing the string down onto a a, a flat surface like you're you're just resting a finger or a slide there to to make the the note um it's some weird stuff uh, I don't, I don't know what they're called. Let me look it up. What instruments? Uh, the Morin Coeur is a fiddle. They call it that, but it's it's bowed. Uh, a tavshur, which is a traditional Mongolian guitar, and a tumor core, which is also a it's similar to the Morin core, but instead of being classified as a fiddle, it's classified as a harp. Some weird stuff. Yeah. I think we talk about Mongolian stuff more than any other podcast I listen to. <laughs> Probably. But hey, we're cultured. We're something. And then, and then there's Jeff. Oh, man, I don't know how you find time to do anything when you're, I don't know, it's not even worth it. God damn it. It's not even worth it, man. I come in with the, with the, I know you came in hot and I'm like, I, I got halfway through it and just didn't care. <laughs> the apathy is strong. <laughs> Damn, I was really, you know. I'm sorry. It was, I know. I. Yeah, like it's been a weird week. Feels like it should be Friday already. Like, I yeah. just, the long weekends always throw me off because it feels like the first day back should be Wednesday. 
Like, I don't know what it is, but. Oh, it's weird. I am working from home full time now. How'd you, uh, how'd you get that? They needed more space for people they were hiring. And so our group oh. got to go home because we were next in line for once they got through one class, they were hiring the next class. And that was the class that would have needed our seats. Wow. That's what they're doing. They're reshuffling a bunch of stuff. And I have a feeling they're going to wait until a few more leases run up for other places and try and get some cheap property somewhere on a good lease. And then, you know, in a year or two, bring us all back. But right. since everybody signs like, you know, three to five year leases on things. Right. They probably realized it wasn't worth spending the money to re-outfit a building for our needs. Yeah. Until the prices drop a bit. I mean, they should just do what we do and just, you know, that's a nice field. You know, that what would make that field better? Body. A giant, a yeah, giant blue building. You've got a campus. We've got a collection of buildings throughout the city. We we have come to a realization that the campus that I work on is is probably done being added to for the time being. Um, we're going to start taking some of our other locations that are singular buildings or maybe two buildings and uh, making them campuses because, you know, it, it's cheaper to do that than to add yet another totally new greenfield site. And, yeah. Um, For offices or construction? Like yes, all of it. All of it. Okay. Yeah. 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 Well, what are you gonna do? Yeah, I I totally expect this to not be that long, but really, um, well, I mean, year or two is still shorter than yeah. what I would consider long, so. I just, I feel like, first of all, they've got an entire floor that they have reserved for somebody who I don't think they'll ever fill it. And they've basically given it to this person just because they're really pushy and they didn't want to argue with them. Okay. But eventually they'll be like, all right, well, we gave you a year and a half and you haven't filled this floor because nobody wants to work this job long enough to fill up both floors that they're just going to give up and take Jesus. that floor. She sounds like a terrible person to work for. Like she's already chased off the um, like facilities management person that was there. Oh, that yeah. one. Yeah. That yeah. One. And I like I talked to the janitor now and again because he's out and about, and like they save their tickets. Like they'll spill stuff, but they'll save the ticket and fill it out at three o'clock, and then it's like, um, well, it's already completely set in stains so why why right. did you notify me at the time he's like it's like taking care of children they just spill stuff all the time and their floor is always a mess hmm. and i don't know how they hire so many adults that can't clean up after themselves but that wasn't the reason they got rid of the first one the first one left because they were just making demands for stupid things um 
but she was making her maintenance guy come in from Zanesville to do work. Oh, fucking insane. uh, Yeah, well, she was just a big enough asshole, and she bitched at everybody, and eventually they were like, ugh, driving in from Zanesville is easier than having her bitch at me continuously. That's awful. Yeah, no, she sounds awful. But I don't have to work with her, and there's no overlap, so until I get rid of her, I need to work from home. Hmm. I'm waiting for my boss to tell me when to breathe and send her a fucking email on it. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it it helps that our team is seven people, and they're all analysts with laptops, so it's not like... right not like we're taking calls it's not like we have to be working on the same things at one time like if we have meetings it's because two people are working on something and everybody else is invited just to hang out and see right but it's never like i don't have meetings that everybody's involved in that matter i have transitioned to malicious compliance though and this makes me happy i mean it's usually the best compliance it is it really is it's just like technically correct is the best correct. Yeah. You know, on, on from a technical perspective, I believe you're right. Technically right, which is the best right. Indeed. <laughs> so how's the comic book business, Ray? Did he drop off? We just don't know. Like, this is... Yeah, he's been quiet for a long time. Didn't he say he had to go do something and he'd be back eventually? No, my mic's muted. Just broke? Okay. Oh. That maybe you just died at your desk, you know. No, just working. Working, working, or working on something? Building the strip thing. Ah, gotcha. Gotcha. So I do I do want to commend you on air. The the middle panel of this week's trip is easily my favorite panel in a very long time. And you made it as better, so seems like he likes it. Yeah, I had a lot of fun messing with that work. That last uh, version that I sent you guys. Yeah, with the. Uh, with a black and white kind of strip behind it on both sides. Yeah. And that, it just looks so fucking cool. My desk. Oh, it, it looks amazing. I'm actually kind of bummed that I'm stuck with a background. I can't change it work because I would 1 million percent make that my background. That, that would be the little death. If they did it, says at work. Yeah. I mean, I have all kinds of backgrounds in my on my desktop at work that I just you know change. But lately, it's either been the Asbodendek, uh Gop, Daryl, and Kevin headshots mm-hmm. one, or and I just made that one. So. Yeah, um, I, I think one of the things that makes that middle panel 
my favorite. Like you, you have drawn better panels. You have, you have uh, technically perspective and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I but get you. I know where you're coming from. The the only way that I can describe it, and I feel stupid describing it this way, the Marvel Snap frame break on the left and right. You know, I never thought of it that way, but it kind of is, yeah. Like, uh, that, that just... It makes it pop. Sets, I'll yes. tell you why it happened. Because I if, I think it's in that thread. I took pictures of those sketches. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I They're sketched on two separate pieces of paper. Hmm. Okay. And when I laid them on there, they they overlapped too much and didn't leave enough in the background to do anything with them. And then I decided I decided to put them on top of the frame and and basically have them exploding towards the reader. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, this actually works better. Yeah, no, that that frame break uh provides more depth of field in that frame than anything you've done in a while and i it's such a a subtle thing i i stared at it for like five minutes just like it's real pretty in in awe of of how that that break the frame break the fourth wall kind of bit just makes that unbelievable well i think the thing that really is resonating with me with the strip in general is four colored word balloons. Yep. Four different colors. And yep. that's my trademark. I don't like to draw the lines outside the word bubbles. Right. Uh, so I do it this way. Um, they work, they read well down the page of the first page. And even though that's like pages, just nothing but text. Right. But looking up out of that hole and seeing the sky and the trees, yeah, you know, with the silhouette, you know, the light behind the the silhouettes of the characters, mm -hmm. it's the trees that set it off. It's that pop of green, and even yeah. in the third panel behind the Gandalfy looking fucker, yeah. um, just the the leaves there, and th this little dwarf at the end is probably one of my favorite characters I've drawn in a while. She's just adorable. Let me pull her back up so that I can get a... Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I just, I just, I love everything. Uh, I love the armor. I love her little braids. The Her not fat, but not, you know, uh, it, it's just a cartoony face. Yeah. Yeah, everything about that character, I just love the way she turned out. So, yeah. So yeah, really happy with it. Yeah, and honestly, uh, so are lots of other people. I'm you, shocked. You saw for yourself. Uh, yeah, and I was just scrolling through Reddit, and I, it popped up because I follow the web comics. Yeah, and I didn't even think about you know. You know, this is uh, uh, 
something I am looking for. It was just, oh, there it is. Yeah, we uh, we are well above. Uh, I haven't checked today. I checked yesterday. We were well above 10K uh, impressions. That's good, isn't it? That's very good, yes. That's like way higher than normal. Um, yeah, this this is one of uh, those strips. I okay, that was that was what I that was what I thought, and honestly, yeah. that's what I thought when I saw it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like I, I'm looking at it and I'm like, okay, this is this plays on multiple levels. This is a very uh, classic fantasy D and D type strip, uh, which is going to resonate with some people. Uh, this is a very visually appealing strip, which is again going to draw in some people. It's a one-off. Uh, it's a one-off, which we, as we've seen, generally uh, is is a go-to. And I mean, the the dialogue and the I, I guess the joke of it uh, is just so simple that. I was really happy with the way it landed. Yes, it lands perfectly. I, I mean, it, compared to some of the jokes that the strip ends on, this one's kind of smart. Yeah. There's a there's a cleverness to this one that's that's not often in the in the joke. And it's not the smart aleck character, the, the wizard that get, does the joke. He's actually the straight man. Right. And I think the other part that's just scrolling past it, the four color bubbles, I think really is something you would want to stop and look at. Yeah. Like, yeah. And it hasn't, I mean, looking back through the strip, that's kind of the way I've gone since the beginning. Yeah, that's kind of big. It's just I've given up on the outline, the, yeah. the typical, the stereotypical black line around it. Because yeah. I'm just not good at it. And it's a pain to do. And it's a pain to make it look right. And it just takes up more real estate. And I like doing the wispy little tails that just go every direction. Well, and you can just have it at the top and the bottom as just a bubble without anything sometimes. And it works. Yeah, and then and then... Like in the the one before the strip before it with the portal, the gatekeepers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um the third pan the, the second and the third panel I have colored bubbles that don't have tails, but you know who's saying it. Yep. Because of the color follow through and the you know the the character once you establish it in the first panel, you don't have to even point at the character. You can show the setting. <laughs> That's true. But, I mean, it's definitely. Yeah, I'm ha I'm ha I have uh, these last two, even though I felt like I kind of phoned in gatekeepers. Um, been really pr pretty happy with them. Well, you may feel like you phoned in gatekeepers, but I'm, I'm checking the files that way because he already did the best piece for a separate thing. Yeah, it's because I repurposed a piece of art. Yeah, it's which is funny. Just use that piece of art for. Um, I mean, it's my background on my phone, but I've also used it for my Twitter profile because I was looking to change it. And that was like one of the first photos that was up for when I used it on my phone. And I was like, I may as well just use this because it's like weird enough that you can't quite tell what it is when it's small. Right. So people actually want to like click on it and figure it out. 
not like that. Uh, gatekeepers actually ended up uh, on a on a seven day run doing just over uh, eleven thousand impressions. So that's still a that that's a that's a above average. Cool. Getting a good little run going. Yeah. None of this shocks me in any way. Mm -mm. I mean, I don't know, Will, the stuff you post in, like how many reoccurring things there are. I assume there's probably a couple of reoccurring comic strips that post all the time in there, but. Uh, in web comics, yes. Well, in, yeah. in comics, not so much. We're one of the only strips in the role-playing uh, subs that I post to. Okay. Um, those are about the only four that I still like religiously every week. Because even though the, the role-playing forum uh, subs don't generate a lot of uh, upvotes, they generate just a shit ton of views. Yeah. So but yeah, like it's one of those things where like the number of things that I upvote versus the number of things that like I engage with otherwise or look at or whatever. Yeah. It's like probably a hundred to one. Right. Like honestly, the only stuff that I really upvote anymore is like somebody's showing something off and they think it's really cool. Like some of the game forums are like snap and they're like, I don't have anybody else that plays this game. Here's the cool thing I did. And right. it's not douchey, like I'll upvote it because cool for them. But yeah, otherwise I don't feel the need to I'll make a comment if I have to comment, but I feel the need to upvote stuff that's yeah like that. And the nice thing is, uh recently uh the website has been uh running almost neck and neck with Reddit. Okay. Which is pretty fucking cool. It's actually, in my opinion, really, really cool. Right. What do you mean neck and neck with Reddit? Number of views. Oh, okay. Just oh. means people are leaving Reddit to go look at the website and stuff too. Yeah, yeah. We we are definitely converting people to click through. Yeah. So when you say views, and, and this is just my idiocy, yeah, is that like people click on it and enlarge it or just scroll past it? Uh, so on Reddit, that means people who have clicked on that yeah. post and opened it up. Okay. Uh, on our website, that means that they have loaded Visit. that specific page. Okay. Facebook is a little weird. Uh, sometimes Facebook includes people who scroll past in the timeline. Sometimes it doesn't. So I don't really count Facebook views as much anymore. Like if, if we had something that went like really well on Facebook, I'd count it. But like eh, Facebook is generally 5% of our total impressions and that that might even be a little generous doesn't surprise me because i feel like facebook has just throttled so many even if they were following the page they wouldn't see it right 
like at least on Reddit, if you scroll far enough, you'll see everything. Yep. And that's just not possible on Facebook because they're actively have a bunch of stuff hidden. Yeah. Yeah, with Facebook, it has to be a page that you regularly go to or regularly interact with their posts. Or something that's um, high, high activity, you're going to see some of them, but not all of them type of thing. Right, right. So, like, I don't want to say that I'm at a point where I don't find Facebook valuable for the threat or for the for the strip. But it is if we are ever like, well, I guess we're going to cut something that where we put it. I would say, well, then we we consider cutting Facebook. I mean, it's low effort, low reward, but yeah, yeah, it's still not that There's, much effort. Yeah, it's not that much effort, and there is still some reward to it. And we are seeing some travel from uh, Facebook to to the website, so there is still some conversion right there. Okay, I'm sure that was exciting audio. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then, I mean, I enjoyed it, but we talk about business stuff often enough that it it it's not or shouldn't be wholly unexpected. Yeah, guess if I just had to listen back someday, you know, I'll see. But I do like the Monday morning quarterback uh, analyst anal analyzing the, the strip. <laughs> yeah, I, I like I like way. doing that, but uh, I don't know if anyone else gets anything out of it. Yeah, you know, that's fun for me. But I mean, without going into other stuff, like if you were explaining how we do stuff or what we could do better that would help other people, maybe. But we're just talking about what happened. I mean, I think that the little bit of conversation we just had right there would probably help somebody who is looking to do something like that. Yeah. Don't rely on Facebook for anything to generate views. No, no. I I wouldn't. And, and most importantly, post multiple places. Mm -hmm. Yes. Don't yes. don't Even on Reddit, just don't just use Instagram. I was watching a uh, YouTube video. A guy talking. Uh, girl, she's talking about her. She's a full time uh, illustrator, and she you know sells her own stuff and whatnot. But. Uh, she adamantly states uh, to not post your stuff in one spot because there was a, a Jeeves Comics or Comics Jeeves. Remember yep. Ask Jeeves? Yep. Uh, she, one of her comics back in the day when she first started, that's where she posted all of them. And then one day it was just gone. Yep. And then you have to rebuild your audience from scratch. Yeah, and that's uh, that's another argument that uh, if you post at um, one sp one place, uh, and then you no longer post there, or you for some reason you get removed from there, any people you generated there are not going to move to your new space. Probably not. Like, I can't imagine, like, when Tumblr just dropped off the face of popularity, how many people there had a bunch of... Oh, yeah. I, I follow hundreds of people on Tumblr. And then it just, you know, we're not doing boobies anymore. And no one went there anymore. 
when I was listening to a podcast from 2015, just going back through an old episode, and they were talking about Tumblr, and they're like, oh, yeah, there's a bunch of movies on Tumblr. And I'm like, oh, not anymore. <laughs> Which is so funny to me. Like, I, I mean, I get it. That does... It's, Reddit did it, too. No, they didn't. Reddit went through and uh, years ago peeled out uh, a bunch of subreddits, you know, or just like disgusting sub- subjects and, and you know, like dead kids and stupid shit like that and got rid of them because it's hard to sell advertising on a website where you have that, you know, you can't have the well, Coke banner above, you know, that. I mean, part of it, there's some subs that are probably getting rid of but like it wasn't like they were overly policing content unless it was I, I don't know there's like terrible stuff you can find on reddit they're just not on the main subs but if you go look for the subs most of that stuff is still there it's just and still has advertising yeah it's why i don't like every time i accidentally sort by like popular instead of whatever my regular reddit feed is I was like, what the fuck has happened? Like, what is all of this stuff? And then I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm only on like 3% of Reddit ever. Yeah. There is so much weird stuff out there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I I uh, had a long conversation with someone at work the other day about some of the... Uh, Dangers of surfing at work. <laughs> no, the, the seedier parts of, of Reddit. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, they were, there's they were so talking. much nudity that, like, you just don't even know is there, but there's entire subs that's just basically nudity, and they're not getting turned out, and they're not complaining. It's just, that's what that sub's for. Yeah. There's entire families of subs that are dedicated to self-promotion. Yeah. Yeah, uh, my friend was OnlyFans clientele list somewhere. Yeah, my friend was trying to find a uh, Reddit that talked about Patreon. Okay. Uh, they they had thought about starting probably uh, five, and you shouldn't go to four of them. Right. They they were thinking about starting a Patreon for uh, their music, and quickly realized that uh, even though Patreon actively tries to discourage um, the sexy times. Only fans type content. Right. Um, it's still it's still on Patreon. Yeah. There's there's uh, some artists I follow. Really talented people and that's where they just put their not safe for work stuff. If you want to see that from me, you're going to pay for it. Yep. I'm not going to put this up here and just pollute my, uh, um, pollute my Instagram with, with this. Right. You're, you're going to have to go find it and you're going to have to ask for it with a dollar. So are you saying that somewhere there's a Ray Warren furry ink? No, I, I I've never been good at drawing porn. Sadly, it's a market I cannot actively tap. Well, I mean, when I was uh, first getting out of college and looking at like 
you know, how, how am I going to make money as a, a web admin? Uh, one of the, the long-standing uh, statements was do not get into uh, porn unless that's going to be how you want to make money because no one is going to use a web admin who has porn on their resume. Well, now... Let's put it in your resume, I guess. Um, I don't know that that's true anymore. No, it's it's no. definitely not true anymore. This was back uh, in the 90s. This, no, it was 2008, sir. Thanks. <laughs> no, but I mean, my all of my professors were like, just just be careful of the the uh, wagons that you hit yourself to because it, it can create problems. I, I think that's also a product of uh, where we are society-wise. Uh, only oh, thing yeah. that's commonplace. There's a guy driving around Ashland. He's got, he drives like a, I don't want to say it's a Lexus, it's like a to white Toyota. And the rear window of his Toyota is a big vinyl sticker that says OnlyFans. I mean, I've seen a lot of people that have their, um, like, Instagram. Yeah. Um, just, like, on their back window. Or, yeah. like, the passenger side window or something like that. Like, yeah. it's fairly common down here. Like, if you're out looking for it, you'll see one or two a day just on your drive to and from work. Yeah. I don't know how that helps because I'm not really surfing uh, for websites while I'm driving, but yeah, self-driving cars are coming. So maybe someday you got to park somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I always thought it was very interesting that, you know, everybody was like, don't, don't put porn on your, or don't, don't admin a porn site or host a porn site or anything like that. Or, you know, you'll never do anything but porn again. And now like, oh, the horror for the, for the top grossing sites, uh, in, in best resume building sites to have as a, as anything in, in the web space are primarily adult related. Sites. Well, let's look at this uh, realistically. Think of if you're a site admin, think of the volume of traffic you had to administrate. Yep. On a porn site. Yeah. You basically did the equivalence of three years work in one year. Yeah. So let's just leave the content out of it. I'm not one of the models. Right. I, I just made sure their shit kept working. Hey, no one was unsatisfied. How's that? Right. Yeah, but this is America. So as soon as somebody finds oh, out. Oh, as soon as, yeah, anyone can judge you for Unless anything. you're a politician, they'll judge you. Yeah. Sadly. hours away from the start of Pride Month. I'm sure this will end well. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be an interesting month. 
my daughter will be uh, down in Columbus next Friday, I believe it is. Or is it the Friday after? Uh, I'm sure Barbie's uh, going to be somewhere. Columbus Pride. Whenever, whenever that is on a Friday that she's coming down. I don't remember what Friday it is, though. I, I know uh, both girls, Darby and Elizabeth, were um, going to it last year in Akron. So they had all kinds of basically just a fucking carnival. They didn't have yeah. a last year, did they? Or did they? Mm, no, they did not. Well, not a not a big. Because I know it was canceled in 2020 and 2021, but yeah. 2022 was very much up in the air. And I think by the time those people had to make that final decision, it was not worth risking it. Right. Because we always get those spring upticks and then the early summer upticks and COVID levels at the time. Yeah, we are definitely going through an uptick right now. Yeah, I feel like we probably are, but nobody cares because... They pretend it doesn't matter anymore. Right. I heard China's averaging like 49 million cases a week. Jesus Christ. Of COVID? Yeah. They they have a population approaching 2.1 billion people. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's no room for social distancing there. Right. Not to, not to be... You know, make light of it or crash or anything, but well, I mean, their arms are they're, they're elbow to elbow over there. They they could have the room for it, but they have a whole lot of abandoned cities because they're unlivable. Well, they they were built and never populated. I I listened to this crazy podcast about how China has like multiple like metropolis style chicago sized cities that were built and then just the the jobs never materialized so nobody moved there hmm. <clears throat> yeah well it's probably good because a lot of that stuff was built with like real shitty concrete oh yeah probably would have collapsed I thought asbestos was very secure. <laughs> Not when it's in place of cement. Yeah. I thought it was strong. Dare. Um, yeah, they're... The current surge they're thinking might peak um, by at 65 million weekly cases by the end of June. So insane. It's already basically 40 million a week, so... Uh, yeah, we've got coworkers three. anymore, so I'm happy. Yeah, we have uh, three employees out on COVID right now. Jeez, we haven't talked about it in forever at my work. I've got a tiny team, so I don't think I think one person was out like in January for it, but. I don't usually hear about them if they are or anybody else on the floor. And now, like, you get sick, you just don't go test, so. Right. Like, 
I've been testing every time I got sick because we had tests, but once they stop being free or discounted, then right. we'll see how much I care. Like, I'm still going to stay away from people. I always do that, but... There's a guy in the office, my work, it still wears a mask. Yeah, yeah, we got some people that still wear a mask when they were walking from, like, their desk to... The no, desk. he wears it sitting at his own desk. Yeah, well, I don't know. I've never... Doing. I haven't seen his his uh, lower face in two years. Interesting. Yeah, it's a little paranoid in my... I don't know. It just seems a little excessive. I mean, I, I'm not going to begrudge him and tell him he shouldn't be worried about, you know, whatever. He's the sole breadwinner at his uh, his abode. Oh, well, yeah, I can see that. So, you know, maybe he's got more he's worrying about. Yeah. But he's already a strange guy, so. Hmm? Yeah. But much like uh, everything uh, in, in my mind, um, it doesn't affect me. So I don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, you know, if more people thought that way, think about a wonderful place this would be. Oh, that doesn't, that's not hurting me. What do I care? The more you have that attitude, the more it's, I mean, to some extent, because there's some, <laughs> At some point you have to care. Yes. Like, should still opt, even if it doesn't affect you. Like, I'm not a minority, but can't have people harassing them just because they are, like, that type of shit. Right, right. Otherwise, cool. Go at it. Yeah, we, uh, I mean, probably because of where I work, we, we have enough people that wear PPE regularly that seeing someone in a mask just kind of like doesn't even phase me i mean the the guy that does mocks he he's worn a mask long before covid because you know he does it a lot more than the rest of us and he just doesn't want to breathe in the spray glue right fumes anymore you know we have a ventilation thing back there but it's only so good <laughs> right when you're right. back there for hours, it's, it's kind of shitty. That it wasn't good enough. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. And, and, and no one holds it against Tim. You know, that's his that's, 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 that's day-to-day. I'm not going right, to judge I mean, him for what he thinks is necessary. Yeah. So it's not like he's not using it because of the uncomfortable parties to it more. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's not uncommon to see our quality team, you know, mask up, you know, R and D, various other departments, you know, because that's that's what they need. That's how they do their job. So you know, whatever. It's that character uh, Ben Stiller character in a uh, Along Came Polly, where he's a insurance risk analyst. Yeah, right. I mean, he just he he does all these weird things because he knows the. You know, what's what's at risk? So yeah, it's gonna be a little more cautious. Yep. I mean, I was just reading today, like, and I knew this was gonna start happening, but like they're just basically stopping insuring things in California and Florida and parts of Louisiana because climate change yep. is screwing up enough stuff. Like 
every time a hurricane comes by and it destroys a bunch of crap in Florida, I'm like, you should probably not let them build so close to the beach again. Right. And never stop them. And now it's like State Farm just pulled out of California because of the wildfires for house insurance. Like they'll still do cars and stuff, but can't get homeowners insurance for State Farm in California anymore. And right. They've basically stopped insuring anything from like seven hundred thousand to a million dollars in Florida because of all the hurricanes. I Nicole actually talks about that quite regularly. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting, but like if you need people to stop doing stupid things, sometimes you have to make it more expensive to do that stupid thing. Right. And especially like with the construction prices going up everything, like house <laughs> that could have been a reasonable thing to fix before is no longer reasonable and right. not get enough off years in between the bad years to make that money back like they used to. It's funny. So, yeah. it- a YouTuber that I enjoy watching, uh, as he he's been notoriously frugal with his his earnings. Sure. He finally decided, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna buy myself something nice. His dream car was this weird McLaren car, okay. so he's got the money. He went and bought himself this McLaren. It's sitting in his garage because he cannot find a car insurance company that will insure him because everyone is requiring three years driving experience with that level of car before they will insure him. Like not three years too many, driving. Too experience. many like YouTubers and other idiots getting money and buying crazy cars and wrecking them. Right. Right. They want three years experience with that level of performance vehicle before they'll insure it. And he's like, I can't get three years experience because no one will insure me. Well, at some point they should, I mean, insurance is required. Somebody has to be required to give him insurance. Nope. Be it liability or not. I mean, full coverage. No. (laughs) <laughs> pay for it outright or don't buy it. Uh, here's your liability insurance. Don't go hurt anybody. Well, they, they won't even, they won't even give him anything. And then if he admits the three years driving experience, they just call the cops and say, he's been driving for three years without insurance. Can you imagine him in McLaren to get like fucking safe auto. <laughs> I that can now. <laughs> that would be so funny. I, I kind of want to see that now. Come on, Stevie T, get safe auto. Or the, what is it, the the general? Yeah. I mean, the general just offers crappy coverage, but safe auto was, the minimum coverage was always there. Absolutely. Right. Fine. Yeah. Yep. Oh, trust me, I'm I'm well aware of, of Safe Auto. <sighs> well, about that time for some D and D. Is it? I mean, if you want me awake for the last part, probably. 
That's fair. Huh. All right, then. Once that 11 o'clock rolls around, I only wake up for the attack rolls. You aren't wrong. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. A few weeks trying to stay awake. Then uh, there you go. That's we've been, we've been fools rushing something. Bye.